0: Strap your laces up and get the formations ready because you are inside the night area. Yes, sir, Tyler Bates is back this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Alongside me, Mr. Mason Benson is also with me tonight. This is kind of a reaction special tonight. We are going to do a little bit of reaction-wise for the last three, four weeks of the MLS season. Uh, we, I think we feel we got enough going in there, but first of all, let us bring in Mr. Mason Benson. Mason, how are you doing this evening, my friend?
1: doing fantastic tonight still on a on a high from seeing chelsea make their second or their third ever champions league final so ah yes
0: yes so congratulations yes make a mention there congratulations to both chelsea and manchester city that is our champions league final and also a mention to via defeating arsenal and man united beating uh aroma today so that will be the europa league final manchester united via real we'll get more on those contexts a little later on down the road as we go but for now we're focusing on this particular episode about reactions and With Mason and I being ones that we do watch and we do pay attention to the MLS, Kyle does too from time to time here and there, but um, he's not particularly in pertain to that. And he was a little under the weather tonight too, so Kyle, we say – Make sure you get you a speedy recovery. Make sure you get yourself well again. As I mentioned again, guys, once again, we want to make some plugins for ourselves so you can catch us. We are on Facebook, Inside the Ninety. We are on Instagram at the Inside the Ninety. And also, Mason, where do they find, find us on Twitter too as well? Because we do have Twitter too.
1: Yes, we do. We do live in the Twitter sphere. It is in
0: There you go. Inside the 90 pod. There we go indeed. So let's let's kind of talk about a couple of things here and there now regarding the MLS and two, three weeks in, I mean, before we kind of get into kind of what I want to go into dive into specifically, deep wise, something like that there, I, I kind of wanted to know specifically, is there anything for you that kind of surprises you or jumps out or just overall landscape of what the MLS looks like as we're three, four weeks in?
1: Well, MLS is always unpredictable. You know, you look at CONCACAF Champions League and, and those teams that are doing well in CCL are doing poorly to start the MLS season. Yeah, no, no better example than the Philadelphia Union. They are into the semifinals of the CONCACAF Champions League and they sit with three games played with only one point between three games. And if you're looking at their Concacaf Champions League form, I mean they blew out Atlanta. You know mm-hmm. they've 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 played really well in CCL, but you know maybe due to rest, you know rotating rotating your team a little bit. But all these teams, you know Philadelphia, Portland, um, Columbus, you know those all three of those teams are, you know under tenth place in their respective divisions. So you know I'm not sure if it's. To, you know, I'm sure these teams will be able to climb out of these holes late, but you know, for the likes of Portland and Philadelphia, how you know how far can you fall behind before you start hitting the danger button a little bit?
0: No, that is a very good point, and a very good one. Interestingly, indeed, I mean, I think just you already alluded to it. Teams that we had thought in the top ten or preseason wise itself are already kind of slipping up in a couple of games here and there, and we get into it. Without further ado, I like to call it buy or sell. I like to see you can either take it, leave it, pass, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, but I like to call it buy or sell. So let's kind of put to the first topic, and yes, let's just kind of get it out of the way now. Then I put this statement out to Mason, and you can take it away from there. The Seattle Sounders should be the should be the Western Conference champions this season. Buy or sell.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Put it <laughs> in the bank account. You and I were talking about this pre-show, but, I mean, I, I'm a diehard Sounders fan, you know, just like the rest of us wackos. And I, you know, had to bring back my, my expectations a little bit to begin the season, you know. I hurt Nico Ladero to start, no Jordan Morris, new formation, new who playing center back. I mean, I was very concerned. And these first three games, no concern in the world. We're back on the Sounders Hype train, full steam ahead, supporters shield, MLS Cup champs. Let's <laughs> go.
0: <laughs> I kind of figured he would have to go that way, folks, on that. And he knew he was gonna say something like that. Um I would have to say right now, probably yeah. I probably have to buy it. I mean, I don't I, I for for what everything we thought about, they were gonna have some sort of weakness, they were going to have some drawbacks and different changes, and you alluded to it already, with Ladero being injured. I mean, he only made his first appearance in the second half of last week's game, I believe, against LAFC or the LA Galaxy. But I I, I watched that game against the Galaxy, and I honestly thought the Galaxy would put up a little better fight than what they did. But just the way that they handled that match, the way that they get up and down the field, and Raul Ruiz Diaz is still just a class act of himself, the way he can sniff the ball into the net. I mean, right now, it's tough for me to say it. Somebody who's being a Timbers man myself, I have to accept the reality. And right now, if put gun to the head, yeah. The Seattle Sounders right now are the best team in the MLS and should not shouldn't have any issues winning the Western Conference. But staying in the Western Conference itself, before we get into other ones, the Minis- F- Minnesota FC <laughs> can they in the Minnesota I will put this Minnesota United FC will make the MLS playoffs buy or sell?
1: Oh, that's sell it, get rid of it. You know, I, I had them as one of my underperforming teams of the season. And so far, I'm two for two with my predictions because, boy, they look like garbage. You know, they had all this hype going into the beginning of the season, you know, potentially a top three team in MLS. You know, they don't they they don't have a win yet. They, 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 don't, they don't have any points. You know, they have they just lost this past weekend to expansion club Austin FC mm-hmm. at home. And, you know, they, they got embarrassed by RSL. You know, all they do up there up north is just wine, apparently. You know, oh, the goalkeeper kicked the ball at us. But, you know, I saw something really interesting about that. You know, they were complaining about balls, you know, in the sports section. Well, in this Austin FC game, you know, I, I understand now why they're afraid of them. Because Minnesota, you know, in this past game against Austin, they had, <laughs> this, is, this is funny, they had 13 shots with two of them on target. So, mm. no wonder those supporter fans are afraid of balls being kicked in their direction. Because one of those guys actually got hit in the face. It was quite comical.
0: Yeah. But,
1: you know, Minnesota, you know, better luck next year. You know, last year was a fluke for you guys. Until until they can start putting the ball in the back of the net, they're really missing a forward. They're really missing a number nine to put the ball in the bar- box. They got great midfield, a decent defense, but they need someone to put the ball in the back of the net. They have scored... One goal between three games. They've scored once against RSL. Nothing against Seattle and nothing against Austin. So they need something. So the goal in soccer is to put the ball in the back of the net, and they can't do it right now.
0: Well, they had a guy, and then they gave him away to Columbus, didn't they? So you're yeah. kind of wondering now, now, maybe they shouldn't have given him away. Um, I'm, I'm going to I, – I caution it, and I'll sell it, because I think that at some point – They'll figure something out. I can't think that this team wouldn't figure out a way because I mean, it's easy to sell them off, and we certainly do with a lot of teams at the beginning of the season. And they were one of them last year, but they were able to sneak in just by the skin of their teeth into the playoffs last year. And I would have to think they could find a way to sneak in. But yes, they've got to start getting points, they've got to start getting the ball in the back of the neck, they've got to start scoring goals. And if that doesn't happen here in the next three, four weeks, not only are they putting themselves in the bad in a seller wise, but manager could be finding himself a different job too, as well. So yeah. Mason, anything, any you have one for me before I continue. I wanted to make sure I get you involved yeah. too as well. Yeah, so I go got for
1: couple, it. Yeah, I got a couple buyer sales. Okay. First one, buyer sell Austin FC making the playoffs. They they lost their first game to LAFC, you know, to be expected, expansion club. Mm-hmm. Now they've rattled off back-to-back wins against Colorado 3-1 and against Minnesota 1-0. Buy or sell. They're sitting right now fourth place. You know, it's middle of the table right now. Buy or sell them making the playoffs.
0: I, as much it's fun to see what they're doing, but I'm still going to sell. On this, because yet they have yet to play, they have yet to play the Seattle Sounders. They have yet to play the bulk of the the top teams in the conference, and also they still, they may they're not going to play a lot of teams in the East itself, given the schedule that it goes already. But that top half of the conference with LAFC and with Portland and with Seattle and with Van, all these teams that have way more experience, it's good to see that they're not starting out on the bottom of the cellar. They're not actually putting up fights in matches, and I like to see that. And, and that's maybe attributed to maybe catching teams by surprise. But at some point, clubs are going to figure them out real quick. Teams are going to figure out their formations really quick, and I don't envision them continuing a hot streak like this. So I'm going to sell it. I don't think Austin's getting to the playoffs this season.
1: That's fair. I think right now I think I'm going to buy that. You know, they're going to sneak in in that 6-7 spot. You know, I don't have much faith in that bottom half. Of the, way, of the of that, of the playoff bracket five, six, seven. And I really like how they're playing. You know, usually these expansion teams come in and they, they drop eight, you know, they play two blocks of four play on the counter attack, kind of just survive in advance their first season, just to fill it out. But these guys are playing semi-confident kind of pretty football. I mean, for an expansion club holding their own as much. I like what they're doing. And I think they're going to sneak in there in that six, seven spot. So I'm going to mm. buy it. I'm going to buy their stock when it's really low right now.
0: Mm. Mm. Interesting. All right.
1: All right. Next one. Buy or sell someone other than Columbus winning the East. Columbus right now sits 10th. You know, they, they only play two games. They've, draw, they've drawn both games. New England sits at the top with NYCFC at second, and your beloved Orlando City sitting third. Buy or sell Columbus, someone other than Columbus. What do you least? Uh, it's
0: easy to say buy that right now, but I, something tells me to sell this. Now, fair, bear in mind, and we'll make, we'll make mention of it in a little bit with the CONCACAF Champions Like, Yes, they didn't look good against Monterey last night. But, again, Monterey is a different monster. That's a different league. It's a different team. I mean, I've seen Columbus kind of struggle, and, and you we've alluded to it before. Defending champions at the beginning of the season usually do have a little bit of time struggling, getting off the foot. Seattle is no stranger to this. Having won two titles, they've had slow starts before and everybody wants to write them off saying, well, they can't do it wrong. So I'm not going to buy into this yet. I'm going to sell off on this, but I do make caution though to Columbus that you cannot dig yourself too far of a tunnel and dig yourself too far of a hole into this matchup. Because I can tell you this much is this, you've got DC. You're not DC. You've got new England. You've got Philly. You've got Atlanta. All of a sudden you have an emerging inter Miami, which is kind of surprising people (laughs) one way or another take it for what it is, but they are surprising and they are contending. And you don't want to put yourself in a battle in the middle of the season when you're trying to not only defend your title, but also get to the supporter shield. I'm going to say sell but don't put yourself in a hole too far.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to buy it. I really like what New England's doing up there with Bruce Arena and his wizardry up there up north. Yeah. You know, they they've played some good soccer so far. You know, they've played, you know, middle of the road opponents. You know, their their best one was against Atlanta this past week. But I mean they they look good. And, I mean Columbus right now are already in a 5 point hole. I know it's silly of us to think, you know, three games into the season down 5 points. But when it comes down to those race for the race for the top spots, home field advantage in the playoffs is important. Just ask Minnesota about Seattle last year. You know, I think if Seattle played Minnesota last year in the playoffs on the road, we don't win that game. Home field is massively important. And I think New England I mean, obviously, if they keep it up with, you know, barring any major injuries, I think that I, I'm going to buy that right
0: now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an interesting take there. But I wouldn't expect anything less from you <laughs> taking it these in here. You're listening again. Just a quick reminder, guys, listening to the MLS reaction jump to, not jump to, but buy or sell edition of the Inside the 90 podcast with myself, Tyler Bates and Mason Benson. So let's kind of continuing a couple of things. So now it's my turn to bring up a couple of options. And I got to bring up the Timbers. Because we already brought up the Sounders. I was nice enough to bring up the Sounders. So now we got to bring up the Timbers a little bit of itself. So I present this to you. The Portland Timbers cannot make the playoffs unless Sebastian Blanco is playing. by or
1: sell. Oh, you know, Ah, uh, see that now you're making me actually think with my brain for a
0: minute mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: because my my gut says yes they can do it without Blanco. He's been on no offense that man as as much as I hate him as a human being as a, <laughs> as a sock as a footballer he is phenomenal. You know it's kind of like you know I hate him as but I respect I respect him as a player he's so good. Yes, but I don't think that's Portland's biggest problem. Portland yeah. can't put the ball in the back of the net. Mm. And Blanco, Thank you. As, good, as good as he is, his job is to create chances. So my heart says no because just more pain for you guys. But I'm going to say that they can. So is that that the buy? That would be buy. I'd yeah, say buy. Yeah, I'm going to buy that they can make the playoffs without Blanco. It's I mean, you're not going to be anywhere near the top four. But – that five six seven spot, I think you guys can sneak in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I buy it too. I I think we still can, but you, and you alluded to it a five six seven. That's kind of where I would see, given this what we you are particularly doing right now. But you alluded to, it and it is driving me nuts. Mora is not, he's not turning out to be the truth right now, and I get it. Poll, we've had some guys that have been out. Jeremy Obobese is usually somebody who can play up forward. He didn't get his first – he wasn't even named on an 18 roster until last night in the CONCACAF Champions League with Club America, and he didn't even see the field last night either. So, Obobese, there have been guys that have been injured trying to get guys healthy. Blanco certainly can make – create plays and make things happen for the Timbers. And maybe that's what can happen if Mora needs him back to create these spaces but I can't tell you this much. I mean, right now, do I certainly miss Adi? I certainly do. Valeri is not some, I'm just starting to see the age more and more out of Diego Valeri and it's and it's frustrating and it's crushing to see because you know, you allude to it. It's going to happen with age, but I still believe that they can get it done. Yes. So I say by they can, but boy, they certainly are going to need him for stretches and runs particularly two as well, in a very highly and heated contested Western Conference. Now, here's one there. I mentioned Inter-Miami earlier. So I put this statement. Inter-Miami can make the MLS Play Eastern Conference playoffs, in, and they can also make it as a top-four seed, buy or sell.
1: Um, I'm going to sell that. I think they can make the playoffs because the bottom half, once again, is, is all up for grabs. You know, no one has – Really impressed me in that, you know, honestly, the top three is really surprising. You know, I thought I was to Columbus to be higher, Toronto, Philly to be higher. I did not expect to see CF Montreal sitting there in fourth spot and the Red Bulls at seven. So I think inner Miami can make it, but not as not as a top four. So 50-50, they're going to make it, but they're not going to they're not going to have home field.
0: Yeah, see, I wanted to buy this, but, I mean, I think I have to agree with you there. I think I'd have to sell it just because I, it's nice to see a stretch run with the Higuain brothers and what they're doing right now, and certainly for any Miami fan, absolutely. If, if Inter-Miami can get something done and get something happening, absolutely these things make sense. But I, I don't know if I'm ready or well enough to get in on that train and say that they would be a top four Eastern Cup, because when it's all said and done, I still believe that Columbus – Atlanta, New England, and you could throw in somebody there, NYCFC or, I mean, anybody, literally Orlando and it makes on a good day is your top four. So you're kind of battling in there for five, six, and seven on those sides. So I, I'm, I'm with you there on
1: that one, Mason.
0: Any others that you have particu- in particular?
1: Yeah, so here's a couple more for you. Okay. Buy or sell, Raul Ruadia is getting the golden boot. As it stands huh. right now, Chicharito, you know he's sitting first he's sitting right now in first place with five goals raul's got and raul's sitting second place with four and then it kind of you know just kind of goes down from there so buy or sell chicharito or sorry buy or sell raul golden boot
0: i believe at the beginning of the season he was my pick to get the golden boot so i'm going to have to buy on this because i mean <laughs> i've already said this tonight I'm fascinated in the way that he just sniffs the ball out, and it's his finishing. I mean, you better have somebody marked on him. But even if somebody's marked on him, he's still finding a way. Here's the differences between the two with him and Chicharito. Chicharito, yes, in two matches, a hat trick, and then two goals. That's how he's had his five goals. But it's been kind of consistency. He didn't get anything, a goose egg against Seattle. Raul Ruiz Diaz at least has been some consistency with his four goals. He's guaranteeing you at least a goal a match in the first three, four matches that they've had. so And I see more consistency. I see more fitness levels that were absolutely better for, to me with Raul Rui Diaz than I would with Chicharito. Can Chicharito certainly contend if this formation and if this trend continues for Chicharito? Sure. But in big, high-profile matches like what he had last week against Seattle, he didn't come up. He came up short. And you can't do that in these certain situations. Rui Diaz has not had a lot of those matches like that in his career at Seattle. So absolutely I'm buying it. He was my pick for golden boot at the beginning of the season. I'll still stick with it. So yes, I'm buying that one.
1: Smart man, smart man. Cause I also am buying it, obviously bringing it up, but, <laughs> it but, up, but yes. cause, cause you know, when you look at, when you compare the two, you know, one of the biggest differences between Chicharito and Raul is Raul can create his own shot. You yes. know, he can get the ball at his feet. He can play a one, two, You know, he can take guys on. You know, he has a lot of things in his bag. Chicharito, his biggest problem last year was he didn't have any service. They wanted to put balls in the air. He needs balls at his feet. And you look at most of those goals he's scored, it's been off from defenders, you know, misclearing the ball or the ball, you know, falling favorably, you know, being a poacher. You know, he needs the ball to be in a certain spot for him to finish it. And this week against LAFC will really kind of show what type of Chicharito we're going to get. If we're going to get this flash in the pan, you know, when we play the bad teams, we're gonna score a goal or two here. Or and, but in these big games, we're gonna disappear. You know, they play mm-hmm. LAFC, which has one of those middle-of-the-road d- defenses. You know, they're they're all right. They're not top of the league, but you know, they're 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 formidable. And it's mm-hmm. a big game. So if he can come out and score a few, I mean, I'd be nervous. But Raul is just on another level. And it, it also helps that he's paired up with Will Bruin. And I think Will Bruin is the unsung hero with the Seattle attack. He can draw center backs out of position. That's what happened in the first goal this weekend against LAFC. Will Bruin ran near post, so both center backs followed Will Bruin. They left Raul unmarked to have a little, you know, yeah. uh, yeah. a little half volley to put in put yeah. the first goal. So he definitely gets a lot of help from his teammates in the formation too. But all the more reason to pick Raul as the
0: um, golden boot winner. Yeah,
1: golden boot winner. Yeah. Now, this one is more. This is, this is going to be my last one. Buy or sell. When Minnesota plays Real Salt Lake, someone from Minnesota is going to get a red card. I say that because there's been a whole bunch ever since this David Ochoa ball kicked into the stands. You know, Real, you know, all the saltiness that have gone back and forth. Mm. Well, it continues. You know, Real Salt Lake had a home game this weekend against Sporting KC they won. So what does the goalkeeper do? He puts the ball into the supporter section, you know, to celebrate a win, just rubbing salt in the wounds. And I just feel like there's going to be something brewing there. So buy or sell red card in that, in that return match.
0: When is that return match let for me, context? Let me check because that I think would kind of trigger what it, I would pick.
1: Middle of June, June twenty third. Okay, based on oh, sorry, June... sorry, May 29th So they play oh, really. They it's coming up again three, in four weeks. Made in... you know, end of this month, they play again in in like where there are where there are fans.
0: Oh, I'm gonna buy this then. I have to buy this because <laughs> do, you, do you? I I cannot think of a situation in there now. Is it going to be enticed and somebody's just going to do it off the whimsy and just say, I'm going to do it just because of what happened in Minnesota? No. I think it's going to be a buildup. Something's going to happen as far as the game goes. Maybe there's a bad tackle. Maybe there's just a bad drawback somewhere. Anywhere in the lines between there. I think it's going to lead up to it. It could be a double yellow that leads to a red. Let's say one of the guys has a yellow, kicks a ball or does something taunting into the stands. I think that's what it would happen. I don't know what the degree of level is going to happen, but I do think I'm going to buy that and say, yeah, red card's happening in that match.
1: Yeah, this almost feels like one of those unwritten baseball rules, you know, where the, mm. you hit a home run, and you celebrate it, so the next time you're up, you're going to get beamed. And I just, I, this, this, this screams Ozzy Alonso. Just that man. And You know, obviously he's talking about anything dirty, but it's going to be one of those, you know, you know, say Real gets an early goal. And they start rubbing it in, you just like you said, tempers are going to rise. I think yeah. there's gonna, I I think there's gonna be something in it. That's gonna be must see TV.
0: It will be must see TV indeed. Those are some good. Those are some good buy sells. I like those going though right now in the MLS. But sticking with the MLS, we can't go anywhere without previewing a Cascadia because my friend, you and I both have a Cascadia cup that is happening portland and seattle are going after it each other on sunday they are playing in portland originally was not going to have any fans but i guess according to or a lift or a governor's order whatever happened there there will continue to be fans in portland Whoa. on sunday which is very very critical to me in this mind and i'm kind of hoping that it's not 50 50 down the board like what i saw with club america and portland when they were playing concacaf champions league but there are a few factors for me that would list for me, but I want you to go first. What are What are some of the things that you're looking for for Seattle? Or what are some of the things that they might possess or what they might do going into this uh, first leg of the Cascadia Cup?
1: <laughs> yeah, first of three matches that we're yeah. gonna play within this season. You got? You love to see it.
0: You got? So, you love to see it.
1: I think for me, it's gonna be that midfield three. What happens because recently, you know, we've started um, Jao Paulo, and it's it's been a mixture of a couple of youngsters playing that other six next next to Jao, and but Christian Roldan has been sitting in that number ten, where Nico has made his living, and now Nico is healthy, so I'm interested to see if Schmetzer sticks with um Chris, with Christian, who has been phenomenal, by the way. I did not know Christian could play a Roman ten. I thought he was merely, you know, one of those defense holding sixes who's really good at ball retention and, and pressing, and you know, can be a winger once in a while. So I'm really yeah, interested is. to see what he does if Kaelen Rowe gets the start there in the midfield, or if Joshua Atencia, one of our young youth, you know, one of our youth pros- prospects, will get the nod in this big game. You know, that midfield for me, because that's really where most of our success has been. Has been dominating the midfield between those three, and see if Brad Smith can get another goal. I mean, this man, you, you must for Seattle if you want to score goals, you gotta shave your head. Raul's got a <laughs> shaved head; he scored four. For whatever reason, Brad Smith decided to shave his head to start the <laughs> season. He looks weird. I'm not gonna lie. You know, he he does not look good bald, but he you know, he's got two goals as a quote unquote defender playing that wing wing back role. But and also, I love to see. I love this, this growth of Nuhu, who, who, who has in the past just been this wild card, who just does the most boneheaded things, but in hilarious fashion. He's now all of a sudden maturing and playing this grown up center back role. Don't know how I feel about it, but it's really good. He's doing really good there. So, what now? So, it's, I predict like a 3 0 win. No offense <laughs> to you guys, but, you know, we, we've stopped pretty much everyone else from scoring, and there's no real threat. You know, if, if we can stop Blanco and or Valeri, you know, there's no there's no there's nothing really, you, you know, really, you know, kind of chopping you guys off at the head there. No, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. tonight. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, something for me that I'm going to factor in into this is going to be what is the health status? I mean, what's going to be the fitness level? Because, I mean, Portland coming back from Mexico City, playing a grueling, grueling CONCACAF Champions League match against Club America. So coming back from that, what's the status going to be? The defense is going to have to be on their toes. And I'm talking to, I'm talking to Mabiala, I'm talking to Bravo, I'm talking to Van Beek who stepped in for the red card that we were missing one of our main defenders. I mean, they're going to have to be marking Rui Diaz. And you alluded to it already, the attack. Mora has not been very formidable as the striker up on the top. So I don't know if Sabaresi is going to make any formation change, something in there to maybe go in. Is Ibobasi going to be ready to go? Because he did end up getting minutes. I should have, I should have mentioned that he did get minutes. So I don't know if Ibovesi is going to have any minutes, if he's still going to be kind of on limited bases coming in. What's the status of Andy Polo? Is he going to be playing? Cause those are things, I mean, that's, As deep as Portland is, we're still dealing with injuries. And they've made it very clear that they're not going to rush Sebastian Blanco back. So I do not expect to see him on the roster on the 18. He's been traveling with the team, and he's been training with them, but I don't expect to see him on the 18 on Sunday. So you're going to have to deal with Robbie Diaz. You're going to have to deal with the center, center midfield and just the speed and the quickness of what Seattle brings because they're not going to sit back. They are going to attack. And if Portland wants any chance in this game, you're going to have to match that. And frankly speaking, I don't really have a lot of faith in that either. I don't know if it's 3-0, but I would—I—I I, I am having a hard time trying to figure out who's going to score on Sunday. So it might be a lot of teeth gritting for me on Sunday. That is for certain. Yeah. But No doubt about it, though. It is one of the big matches of the weekend, Portland-Seattle on Sunday. Beforehand, we already mentioned it, El Trafico, LAFC, the LA Galaxy. Anything quick you want to mention, maybe to watch for in that game? We're going to see if Vela's going to play. Yeah, so his, his is yeah.
1: And, you know, in that first game against Austin, you know, he, he played for like 16, 17 minutes. Looked like, you know, he was making us up for, you know, a sign for a sub. Might not have been, you know, Bob Bradley said, you know, maybe I jumped the gun. And now we haven't heard from him in the past two games. And, you know, and um, Diego Rossi, he's coming back, you know, from an injury as well. So this game, you know, for all the hype that you know the networks are putting into this, I kind of think this is going to be a dud. You know, we've had some phenomenal L traffic with Zlatan mm-hmm. in these past few years. We've been spoiled because I don't think this. I think this match is. It wouldn't surprise me if it was nil nil for heaven's sakes. You know <laughs> both. You know both attacks aren't looking real good right now without their star players. And you know, I just I I, I think it's going to be a snooze fest one one. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, hopefully the Fox executives don't want to see that because they are putting this on the main Fox channel. And if that is a snooze fest, then that doesn't bode well for Fox either as well as far as the ratings go. But I still envision ratings to be good either way with the El Trafico to LA teams given the this perspective of where they're at you can catch them but again el traffico that is on fox check your local listings where you're at for the time there i think for mason and i we're in mountain time zone so beautiful time frame 5 30 in the evening so check your local listings from there so that's kind of a little bit of what i wanted to do tonight we wanted to get into the mls both mason and i but we'll kind of end things here a little bit with a couple dimensions there Um uh, we do have two key big matches this weekend, especially for our teams. Now, you already mentioned to it. Chelsea is has moved into the Champions League final. They are going to face Manchester City in the, in the Champions League final. But guess what, folks? It's a precursor on Saturday morning because these two are going to meet again on Saturday morning in Premier League play. So a preview to the Champions League final, Mason. What, what do we make of this as we go in? You already have one. Up on him. If you get this one, I've already said that you should be the favorite if you get this win on Saturday. But how important is it to continue this momentum as you will face this team yet again over the next course of a couple of weeks?
1: Right there, that momentum. You know, we've you know, we we, we had we started real hot, you know, had a couple hiccups in the middle middle of it, but now we're on this hot streak again. And it's all about you know continuing to do what we need to do and stay healthy you know we we games are coming this this last month chelsea play you know for for the net for the rest of the month they are playing at least two games a week you know they play on the weekend midweek you know weekend midweek you know all all until the champions league final so it's important for you know us to stay healthy you know if this you know i'm not necessarily looking for all three points you know we're, we we are, we're pretty comfortable where we're at in fourth you know to, to make sure we we qualify for Champions League, even though it really won't matter because we'll win the Champions League, so we'll qualify anyway.
0: But Ooh, there's but a shout-out no, to Man City fans already. That's
1: all right. No, come at me. I'll, I'll talk all day long. But, <laughs> no, and I think this is going to be a, a very cagey game. Chelsea are going to sit back and counter probably. You know, my my biggest, you know, concern, you know, is what's up with Christian and what what yeah. – what the what Thomas Tuchel's reaction's gonna be to, to Christian. Because Christian's been on this great run of form, you know, these past three weeks. I mean heck, in the Champions League's quarters, he was mm-hmm. the man of the match against Porto. You yeah. know, he's had some great performances. And to be left out of the starting lineup, you know, a couple days ago, you know, that you know, he, he made he made comments, you know, in the interview about how he feels he has to prove himself. And, you know, to a certain point, I think he already has. You know, he's had this run of form, run of games, where he's been probably one of the best players on the field. And he's kind of, I'm not going to say disgruntled yet, because, you know, it's been up and down for him. But it'll be interesting to see if he starts this weekend. I think he will. Just, you know, trying to rotate players, you know, from a big, emotional Champions League midweek game. You know, it's a lot of emotions, but granted, City have them too. So, I think, you know, it's going to be a 1-1 affair. You know, both teams are going to score. As much as I love my clean sheets, I'll give up a goal this weekend to a really good Man City team.
0: Mm. You can catch that there. I'm just hoping that it's not a nil-nil something on there because I'm going to be coming back from a fitness test I'm doing for soccer officiating this weekend. So I'm just I'm hoping that it's not a snooze fest. <laughs> they, hyped, they hyped up a Man United-Arsenal match for a 10-30 start on NBC once, and we got a nil-nil dud of a drive. I don't want to see anything like that. I'd like to see a goal or two from each team. But, yeah, I, I think I see what you're talking about, though, kind of feeling things out. Not really exposing a ton, and not really going exerting out full force. It's more of maintain and stay the course for momentum. And momentum indeed D can come on the other side for me too. With Borussia Dortmund host hosting RB Leipzig this weekend in Bundesliga action as we get back into play for ourselves. Uh, <laughs> funny thing though is we're going to face. RB Leipzig over the next couple of weeks too as well for Bundesliga play and also for the DFB Pokal final that will be played in Berlin. So we're going to be known about Rausenball, Rosenball sport Leipzig for a lot of the reasons. Now the U S connection, yes, it's fun and all and everything, but it's about momentum for Dortmund right now because Dortmund were 10 points behind Frankfurt here about two or three weeks ago. And I was about all but ready to say we're done sell off it's done we're not going to make the Champions League and all of a sudden Dortmund are only one point behind Frankfurt and two points behind Wolfsburg who are in third place right now so the race is on for the last spot there in Champions League and this is an important match too for both teams because RB Leipzig still have kind of a I guess you could say a mathematical outside shot of upsetting and catching up with Bayern Munich. I don't expect that to happen. I expect Bayern to get things done this weekend and win their ninth Bundesliga title in a row. But there are a few factors there, though, for Dortmund, the status is going to be. Now, Holland did not play in the last match last weekend in the DFP-Pokal semifinal, and he's still kind of dealing with a muscle injury. So the status is not 100% known. We do know Jaden Sancho is back in form, and all of a sudden, Gio Reyna, another American, he's been on form the last couple of weeks, and that's been great. But I also know Tyler Adams and company with RB Leipzig have a lot to prove and a lot to say. So that's another big match for this weekend for me specifically, especially Bundesliga play for Dortmund if they want to keep Champions League hope alive, and I know – that they want to. So those are a couple of big matches I'd say for us just because we can do it because we're the ones who are on here tonight and we can play favoritism. Cascadia cup, Chelsea and Dortmund. Absolutely. We'll make mention to Arsenal, but we'll save the trouble because Kyle was not happy with Arsenal today. Whatsoever. So
1: anything else that you want to add tonight, my good friend. Yeah. I want to shout out the Chelsea women who have made their first ever Champions League final. And who will who are going to do essentially the quadruple? You know they've won the two domestic cups in in the women's super league. You know with the continental cup and the FA Cup. Right. They're on. They're, they're they are math. You know they they haven't quote unquote clinched the super league yet, but they're going to. And now they're playing their first ever Champions League final against Barcelona. So this is the first time in history. That both the men's team and women's team from the same club are in the Champions League final. That's no easy feat. And this Chelsea women's team is phenomenal to watch. You know, they got a lot of great players. Unfortunately, there are no American players on there, but that's okay. You know, they got some phenomenal players. Sam Kurt, she came from the WSL, or the NWSL, yep. excuse me, to play over there, and she is just steamrolling teams, going goals for fun. I mean, it, it's fun to be a Chelsea fan. You know, people like to poke fun that, you know, we don't have any history since 03. But we're making history right now. So shout out to the women's team.
0: And <laughs> yeah, you can't make history unless you're doing it. So absolutely. Sure. no Congratulations. Congratulations to Chelsea on that. I'm excited because Dortmund will finally have a women's team beginning next fall. And I'm so excited to have a women's team to now support along with the men's side too. So maybe, maybe, hey, Hey, USA, let's, let's, maybe maybe a couple of girls can get over there. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what happens from there. But the, just again, Facebook, Inside the 90, on Instagram, The Inside the 90, and then also on Twitter, at, at The Inside the 90 Pod. If I got that right, Mason, please correct yes, sir. me if I did. You're so good. you can follow us there on there. We're getting things better. We're getting more excitement. We're getting things built up more and more. And we certainly will plug out more episodes as we go along. But we want the input from you guys. I mean, we love to get ideas because we kind of like to do a review kind of panel show. And then we'd like to do things like this. I have some interviews and everything kind of set up down the road that maybe we'll do from there. We're just going to make things better. But I can't do it without Kyle. And I certainly can't do it without this guy who joined me tonight. Mason, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. We are battled we are battle brothers this weekend but it is no but we know we love each other very much even in defeat which might happen to Portland this weekend. I have no faith but I've seen crazier things happen so it will be a fun weekend though for MLS and certainly right now though no question Seattle is on a roll.
1: Yes sir. Let's go Sounders. <laughs> We're going to build a bonfire this weekend. Well, I can only say, well, hopefully
0: maybe we can gut the fish and have some miracle there. But I think that's good enough from there. We've had a great reaction, a good show tonight. So, again, on all those platforms and everything, again, we have to say thank you, Kyle, for letting us do this tonight. So, for Mason Benson and for myself, Tyler Bates, thank you for joining us for this MLS reaction for Inside the 90 podcast. And we hope to see you guys soon and you join us for another episode. Everybody take care. Have a good night. Be safe. And above all, enjoy the soccer out there. Take care, everybody.